Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Devin Gates. Devin has a really cool story starting out hauling hod, then the military, working at a university as a teacher, uh, and obviously now at the Keeley Companies. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today, I'm talking to Devin Gates of L. Keeley Construction. Devin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, John. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome, man. So for folks who don't know you, explain what your role is and what company uh, you're with. Sure. I, uh, my job title is project manager uh, with the building group at El Keeley Construction. Okay. And in that role, what is it that you do? <laughs> well, I, uh, I wear a lot of hats um, in that. I, I uh, The biggest thing I do is just communicate, 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 communicate to, uh, to all levels. And uh, once I'm not doing that, I uh, am not worthy of that title. Um, but, uh, to drill it down a little bit, uh, I spend my day working with clients, uh, both past and and potential and future, um, estimators, different subcontractors, uh, tons of tradesmen, architects, engineers, marketing, business development. Um, we, we all team up together and, uh, I, I kind of try to lead the rodeo. I love it. That's a great description of a project manager does everything but communicates. <laughs> so how did you come to be in the Keeley Company's family? I um, followed Mr. Perryman here. So I had worked with him in the past and uh, really enjoyed his style, liked his leadership, worked well together. Uh, he came over. I, I kind of followed along with what he was doing and what the company was doing um, as a whole. And and uh, I liked it and um, was uh excited to come experience it myself and and um been here i don't know a little under a year and a half and 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 love it awesome so how did you decide to choose uh this particular skill set that you're doing now did your career did you start out knowing hey i want to be a project manager at a construction company uh or did you go through a transition how'd you end up uh, deciding to be in what this particular role? Oh, much like most people, I'm just winging it. Uh, this thing called life. <laughs> uh, so I'll give you uh, my history of, of how I went from point A to point B and, and uh, a bunch of weird places in between. But I grew I up that. in a uh, construction family. My, uh, my father owns a, a small masonry business. Uh, so I grew up laboring and, and carrying hog for him. And uh, if there's one thing I, I learned during that was that I don't like carrying bricks all day <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I, uh, I said, I got to find a way to uh, get out of this, uh, wake up too early and work too hard. And, and uh, so for some reason at 17, uh, what made sense was joining the army. I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought that that was going to let me sleep in and uh, not work too much. <laughs> Uh, so I, I spent uh, six years in the Army, uh, combat engineer, uh, specialized in explosives and demolition and, uh, you know, doing push-ups for being in trouble was kind of my specialty there. And, and Very nice. Had a great time. Um, got to see a lot of new parts of the world and experience new cultures and, and uh, 
you know, took a lot of good from it. It was a really eye-opening and humbling experience and, and uh, had a whole lot of fun in the process. Um, finished up six years, still didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh, wasn't convinced that uh, college was, was made for me and vice versa. Uh, so I worked as a government contractor for a year. I was a weapons instructor, so I was a civilian, but teaching soldiers how to use different weapon systems that, that I had used when I was in. And uh, uh, at that point, I, I said, okay, I, I think I'll give this college thing a shot and uh, uh, got my undergrad at SIUE in construction management um, and, and then moved into the construction world from there. I love it. Well, appreciate your service. And as a military brat, yeah, there, that's not an easy career to choose. So <laughs> no, no vacations there, really. It's, st- it's still easier than carrying hot, I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with you on that one. Better for your back, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so looking uh, through that time, obviously, uh, you got very passionate uh, about uh, SIUE. Uh, you want to share a little bit with folks what your involvement is uh, continuing with SIUE? Uh, sure, sure. So uh, a proud alumni. It's a, it's a great school. Um, proud to have gotten to go um, and I'm proud to uh, still be involved. So uh, I recently started teaching uh, a uh, estimating class in the construction department there. This is my first semester and it's been a, uh, a heck of a semester. I can tell you that. So between uh, <laughs> Me learning what the heck I'm doing and, and uh, COVID-19 and, and uh, uh, all of us just kind of winging it because nobody would have ever prepared for, uh, for what we had in store. It, it's been an adventure, but, but I like it. Yeah, well, cool. That's awesome. And, and you know, obviously, I, I appreciate you being willing to share your expertise with the, the next generation as we continue to build the construction industry. So, it's always exciting to see somebody giving back uh, what they're passionate about. So I love that. Uh, looking over uh, your career, is there an example of a time when you successfully solved a difficult problem uh, that you were proud of? Uh, and what was it that you did to solve that problem? Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, there is. I uh, honestly, I haven't thought about this in years and, and it sounds very silly. Uh, but I was a field engineer and assistant superintendent uh, on the island of Guam. And so we were doing a, a lot of uh, utility work um, and infrastructure improvement on the naval base there. Uh, so with that, we're on an island and uh, you have to work around the, the, the tides. And so us being the super smart college kids that we thought we were, we went and downloaded a a, a tide chart off the internet and, and we tried to develop a schedule based upon that because what would happen is the tide would come in the uh, utility trenches that that we were doing would have to be pumped out couldn't have any bodies in there etc uh so we came up with this big elaborate spreadsheet and schedule and this and that and uh, uh what it was good for was wadding up and throwing in the trash it didn't work <laughs> it didn't work at all and uh uh, so I was, you know, scratch my brain, trying to figure out uh, what the heck we could do. And uh, I was just talking to one of our laborers and uh, the guy, he had grew up on the island. He was a fisherman. His dad had talked him into uh, getting in the construction world uh, while we were there doing that improvements. And uh, this guy, he knew all the ins and outs. He knew when the tides were coming. He knew um, how it was going to be affected. He knew what the 
water levels were going to do because he he'd grown up uh, on the water. Mm. And uh, so we uh, um, promptly threw our uh, spreadsheets in the trash, brought this guy in, and, and he almost worked as a as an advisor or a consultant uh, telling us uh, when we could and couldn't get in there and how we should schedule our manpower, et cetera. And, uh, and it worked great. It worked great. So I may be taking a little bit of his credit, uh, <laughs> but I'm done. But uh, looking back, I, I, I guess I'm proud that, that I was able to identify an asset that we had and, um, and utilize that asset. And, and it, it helped us tremendously. Man, that's a great story. And and being willing to say, hey, my plan's not working. We need to pivot and do something else. I love that. That's a great story. Cool. I think on the flip side, um, obviously, your success in your career right now. Um, do you have a time where you had an apparent failure uh, that actually set you up for future success uh, that you've achieved now? Sure. Yeah, a lot of them. Was this like a two-hour podcast? We can go, go for a while. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I've got a bunch. Uh, one of them that, that comes to mind is uh, um, I was a field engineer, and we were doing a lot of self-performed concrete, and uh, I was the way out guy. So we were uh, – I was the one setting grades and back-checking, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, what I did as a layout guy was I poured uh, – 15 piers, three inches too high. And uh, so um, I figured it out when the concrete was, was nice and hard. Um, And uh, so on on a Friday, about three o'clock is when I went to the superintendent and said, Hey, we, we got a problem and this is what the problem is. And uh, the superintendent um, casually and calmly walked to the connex and, uh, came back with the chipping hammer <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he said, uh, you got until Monday. And so I spent uh, all Saturday and, and all Sunday out there in uh, Texas heat and uh, chipping at those drill piers. And uh, we, we were ready for, for Monday, but uh, that was a heck of a learning experience for me on double checking your work checking as you go and, and, not wait until it's nice and hard <laughs> before you uh, uh, figure out you've made a mistake. And um, I've kind of carried that on to, to most things that I do in this industry since. That's awesome. Yeah. Boy, that's a backbreaking lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Should have just <laughs> kept carrying hot, I think. Well, as you've moved up into kind of a management role um, in the last five years or so, what new uh, behavior, habit, or skill uh, that you've developed has really improved your ability to manage and lead people? For me, I I think it's really just um, about knowing people and respecting people and getting folks to play along well. Um, So that's a, a skill that I think I've done a good job at, at uh, honing in is in this industry, you have to get people from every background and skill set you can imagine. So you've got, you know, millionaire developers and, and brilliant engineers and, and artistic, you know, architects and, and incredibly skilled tradesmen and, and end users who are going to uh, receive a building from us when we're done. And, and uh, those guys, they're all incredible at what they do but getting them to be incredible together is, uh, is a challenge and uh, it's what keeps me employed. So 
um, just knowing how to get people to speak the same language and use the same verbiage and share the same vision um, is is a is a skill. And uh, I don't know, it's something I'm I'm proud of. I think I do a pretty good job of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Getting all the pieces to work together for a common goal, man. That's that's important. Obviously, I'm sure that comes with a little bit of stress at times. Sure, sure. I have more gray hair uh, each day. <laughs> <laughs> but the badge of, of growing older. Um, so when you feel that overwhelm or stress, you know, maybe have lost some focus because of that. What do you do to get yourself refocused? I'm, a, I'm an outdoorsy guy. Uh, so I, I spend a lot of time uh, mountain biking and I, and I like to do whitewater kayaking and paddle boarding. And, and uh, um, I've got two young boys, four and seven, who I, who I drag along with me. So my, uh, my escape is, is just to, to throw a canoe on top of the car and, and find the nearest body of water and, and uh, just get out there and, and tune out for a while. Man, that's awesome. Get back to base. Yes, sir. I love that. Uh, thinking about, uh, you know, new folks coming in, obviously I know you're passionate about developing the construction workforce with everything you do, not only at Keeley companies, but also at SIUE. What advice would you give to either a young person who's about to enter the workforce uh, or somebody who's considering doing a mid-course career transition, uh, kind of like you did out of the military and the construction world? What advice would you give them to be a success in this industry? I would just say be humble uh, and be open-minded. So good builders didn't get there from a desk or a textbook. Uh, they got there from from going to the job and, and watching uh, good tradesmen uh, do their work and learning from them. Uh, every job site's a classroom, and it's up to us to choose how much of that we're going to take in. And so, you know, the advice I have for, for young people is, is you know, yeah, learn the stuff in the textbook. Yeah, you know, take the training, uh, but, but what's going to make you a good builder is getting out there and, and uh, learning from the tradesmen and, and uh, picking up on the things that that they know from doing it, you know, 20,000 times over the last 20 years and trying to apply that. I love that. Yeah, the application of the theory is where, where a true builder is made as opposed to just a failure because the book said this. Uh, and that's not really what happens in the real world sometimes, but it's a blending. Yeah, they, they can refer to my uh, high-speed spreadsheet in Guam if they have any questions on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have those stories, and that's why we learn so much. We tend to learn from failure, and that's uh, that's okay as long as we get it fixed in the end, right? And Don't ever repeat that mistake yeah. again. <laughs> uh, thinking through your career, did you have somebody who mentored you, and if so, what did they do that contributed the most to your growth? Um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I would contribute a lot of that to uh, to Mr. Perryman. Uh, I worked for him at a previous company in the past, and uh, um, he had a, uh, well, I won't say had, he has uh, a, a gift of finding people's strengths and finding people's weaknesses and focusing on both in, in a positive manner. Um, so, you know, I can tell you I've got a long list of weaknesses. And uh, Ryan works with me on, on several of those that we've identified. Hey, this is where I need to improve. Um, and it's never a beatdown session. It's never a finger-pointing session. Um, it's, it's, it's always, uh, 
taken in a positive manner. You know, this is where we're at today. This is where we want to be at tomorrow. How do we get there? And and I and I appreciate that. I tried to learn from that and and um, apply that to to people I'm mentoring as well. I love that. Yeah, passing it on and. It's exciting when you you have somebody that's willing to develop you and not just discard you due to a weakness or a lack of skill that you may have. That's an answer I hear a lot. I love that. That's good. How do you define success? Hmm. You know, for for me, there's a uh, there's a quote that I like, um, and I couldn't tell you who uh, who said it first. I, I I just try to claim it and hope nobody fact checked me. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, the road to you heard it here first, yeah. folks. From <laughs> the uh, the road to success is always under construction, uh, and what I like about that is is there's no one size fits all answer on what success is. There's no one size fits all roadmap of you know how to uh, start your first day on the job and and uh, end up where you want to at retirement. Um, so. For me personally, success is enjoying what you do. Uh, I love just to see people and faces and joke around and, and we have fun. And that that's an important part of, um, of uh, me enjoying my day. Um, and then just always learning the, you know, job site's a classroom, the office is a classroom. Um, you know, Kiwi U is, is, is an incredible classroom. There's no shortage of opportunity to learn. Um, so being a sponge and, and generally just being kind, you know, there's a lot of people who, uh, um, consider yourself very successful. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're, they're not happy. The people who work with them aren't happy, you know, and, and, uh, I would, uh, I would much rather, uh, be happy and not have a fancy title and, you know, great big paycheck than, than the opposite. Man, I love it. I, uh, I should have interviewed you for the first podcast because that's, of course, the whole point of this podcast, the under construction podcast. There's no you you said it better than anyone has ever said it. The road, the, it's always under construction. You're always a work in progress. And I appreciate you sharing that with everybody, because that's true no matter where you are in your career uh, or who you are, how successful you appear to be or not. Uh, you're always a work in progress. So thanks, man. That was Feel awesome. free to, uh, you know, pay me a little bit each time you use that from here on out. I'll be okay. Yeah, we'll set up a royalty <laughs> for you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so kind of wrapping up, last question that, that I always like to ask everybody, and I know you kind of talked a little bit about it already, but if we could put you in God mode, uh, have you take over all of the devices in the world, uh, all the digital signage that we've got out there in, in, in uh, the highways and the byways, as well as in all of the stores these days. What would you put on everyone's screen? Uh, it could be uh, an image, could be a quote, could be just a short sentence. But what is it that you think that billions of people in the world need to know? I think if there's one thing in this world that brings people together, it's watching people get hurt and laughing at it. <laughs> right? So I would, I would just play videos of dads getting hit in the groin by their kids playing t-ball all day long. I, I think the world, we would laugh, we would forget about whatever, you know, controversy is going on. And we would laugh at those poor, poor dads hunched over in the backyard. I love it. 
got to laugh every once in a while. Quit taking ourselves so seriously, Agreed. right? Oh, man. That is awesome. Now I'll have to go out on YouTube or, or on Google and find some some gems. Yeah, there's, right? <laughs> there's a plethora, I can tell you. <laughs> awesome. Well, Devin, I really appreciate your time, man. Thanks for sharing your story. And uh, thanks for everything you do, obviously, uh, working with the building group, but certainly in the community at large, uh, including your family, man. So thanks so much. Uh, any uh, last minute things that you wanted to say while you've got everyone? No, time? sir. No, sir. Thank you for the opportunity and, uh, um, you know, the company in, in general. Thank you for the opportunity to, to work for you. And, and um, I appreciate everything uh, that the company does for me. Awesome, man. Well, have a yes, great sir. week. You too. Thanks for joining us here on the Under Construction Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can choose either the anchor.fm forward slash U website or your favorite podcatcher. Look forward to talking to you in another couple of weeks. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day.